At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome into Odds On a Tuesday. I am Mike Palm. He is Amal Shaw. And here's the question on all of our listeners' minds. Are you happy your Cardinals' money line ticket lost last night? I am because I think the way the Rams played last night, I think they look really good. Boy, Matthew Stafford was outstanding. And the defense came to play. Aaron Donald's still the best defensive player in the NFL. But I'll tell you what, Kyler Murray showed a lot of moxie and grit in that loss. Um, Big drop by DeAndre Hopkins. Of any receiver in the NFL, you want on a fourth down the ball to go to. He's probably number one on my list. Couldn't believe he dropped the football. Now you're happy because your Rams are back in it. They're a game back with four to go, but they've split the season series, and the Cardinals own the first tiebreaker after that, which is divisional record. They're four and one, one game left. They host the Seahawks. So for the Rams to win the West, I think they've got to get a game lead on the Cardinals here. Yeah, I would agree with you. No, I'm happy because you were telling me some of the stories that were taking place this morning on a numbers game, and I can't wait to do the podcast on Thursday. It's going to be absolutely a bloodbath in there. It's going to be like blood sport parts two, three, and four. If you had under, if you had under 51, under 50 and a half, under 51 and a half, you had to feel pretty good when the Cardinals faced fourth and nine from their own 13 with, with, at the two-minute warning. Uh Big breakdown in coverage there by the Rams. And then Brian Greasy, I don't know, does Brian Greasy get a, a, a commission on the number of field goals kicked? I mean, he was already calling for Kingsbury to kick the field goal when they were at the 42. It's actually a prudent play because... You want to trot him out there for 59-yard shot? Not, not from 42. No. I was somewhere where there was no audio on the yeah, game, but yeah. the point is that as soon as you get in field goal range, you spend so much time trying to get down the field. At least if you, it comes down to the onside kick and you recover it, then you at least put yourself in a potential Hail Mary situation. Remember, they, I think what they have a holding and a ball start to back them up to a point where he holding where Murray scrambled. They yeah. would have had the ball past the 50 yeah. with about 28 seconds left. They did take that sack on third down before they kicked the field goal. They lost about 15 seconds yeah. of time. If they would have kicked it on second down, they were in range there. Uh, about a 48-yard field goal. I think uh, they would have been different operating once they recovered the onside. Also, though, remember the one thing when you mentioned the 59-yarder, they got Prater, who's got a cannon of a leg in that indoor climate, uh, gives you a good opportunity. But to me, the one thing that kind of stood out a little bit is it, it, it came down to a situation where if you recovered and you scored a touchdown, I thought they were definitively going to go for two because you felt like you'd have an opportunity to win the game right there. Updated odds to win the NFC West. The Cardinals, after the loss, they were minus $13 yesterday going into the game. They're still minus $8. Rams, who are plus $9, are now plus $5, and 49ers, 100 to 1. 
Are the Rams at five to one worth a play to still win the West if you didn't have a ticket on them already? Yeah, you know the one thing, and I didn't, I don't know this off the top of my head. Who's got the head-to-head tiebreaker at the end of the season if everything goes? Well, they're one and one. The tiebreaker goes to the Cardinals by division record. Rams right. have two losses in division. Cardinals only have one. They're okay. four and one with Seahawks in Glendale remaining. Then, uh, then I like yeah. the Cardinals still because yeah. I don't see them losing two more games, even though they have a bit of a uh, they close out with Seattle in the final week of the season, and that game is at home. Interesting game with the Rams at Minnesota. That's going to be a, a key in uh, in the wild card race, maybe in, in terms of the West as well. All right, it's Tuesdays. So we do three up, three down. Three teams that we increased their power rankings over the weekend. Three teams we decreased. We start with the positive on both sides. And Amal, you boosted New England off their impressive performance in the bye. Well, no, it was not about the bye. It's the fact that now, when you look at the rest of the league, the Ravens are hurting with Lamar Jackson. And you look at the Tennessee Titans and where they are. The only challenger you look at from a home field advantage standpoint for the New England Patriots is the Kansas City Chiefs. And if the Chiefs have to go to Foxborough in January, I think it's much more challenging than obviously being in Kansas City. So I give them an edge there. To me, this team benefited from having a bye in December. This is the latest bye we've had in the NFL season. This is the last bye of the regular season. What a perfect time for it. They've got manageable games down the stretch. They're in the perfect position to be able to finish out potentially 13-4, and 12-5. and five. This team's had a terrific season. And with Buffalo's loss against Tampa, I think New England's got everything in their favor despite having a rookie quarterback. They asked Bill Belichick to have the Colts coming up, whether they watched hard, midseason hard knocks, which was on the Colts this year, in their preparation for the game. Belichick didn't answer the question directly, but said, Three weeks out from who we're going to play a team, we have people assigned to watch that team, to look at their injury reports, to see if they've shifted their style of play based on the personnel available. Thoughts on that? That's pretty interesting, and it's a pretty neat kind of insight into how a team prepares so far in advance. You know, it's, it's funny. A lot of the things that you see the Patriots do, uh, they get a lot of credit for. I just think if some of these other overpaid gym teachers actually had some common sense, they would take the same preparation model. And why not try and duplicate what New England has done in so many different facets? We see it consistently with game management or lack thereof. I thought John Harbaugh made a tremendous call to jump off sides against the Steelers on that second down and short. I actually would, if I were Mike Tomlin, I would actually decline that penalty. Which he could. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, 49ers is your second team on your up list. This team has been impressive. I thought the road win to bounce back after the missed field goal after Cincinnati drives the ball a length of the field, kicks a field goal. I shouldn't say length of the field, but gets down to the field goal range, gets a game winner, and this 49ers team has been playing extremely well of late. Remember, they had that four-game losing streak early on, but they've really turned things around. They've won four out of their last five, but it's the way they've been able to do it. I don't know right now, including Hill and Kelsey, if there's a better combination when healthy than Debo Samuel and George Kittle. Kittle was very impressive in Cincinnati in this game, to my eye. Here's the thing. I, I thought about putting them on my three-up list. And by the way, this is, I think, the first week we don't have any common teams on our up list. But then I watch Garoppolo. I, I call these balls nose up, nose down, right? The way he releases the ball, is the nose going to be too high and it's going to sail, or is the nose going to be too low and it's going to be down? Because his passes seem to have more of a trajectory than most of the others. There's more of an arc to it. I'm just not there with him being a quarterback that can win you a game. I. The 49ers win despite Jimmy Garoppolo, okay? This guy is an average quarterback at best. uh, And to me, when you look at him, he is the difference from them winning a Super Bowl or not. Defensively, Nick Bosa is elite. He is a difference maker on the edge. To me, he's right up there in that T.J. Watt, uh, basically level, Khalil Mack. He had a critical sack on third down. Had two sacks. Had one get canceled because of a a rookie illegal contact or legal hands to the face penalty. Would have had three sacks in that game. But overall, when you look at this team, it's Jimmy Garoppolo to me that's the one little caveat that says, hey, this guy's not going to get you where you need to go. And the last team on your up list from Kittle to Kelsey, the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, they're playing extremely well. The defense is playing better. I'm still not 100% on board with the defense yet, but I think the offense, and to me, they did exactly what an elite team should do against a team that's down, dealing with a lot of things. They buried the Raiders on Sunday. All right, to my up list, I'm going to go with the Rams from last night. Mm-hmm. I thought on both sides of the ball, Stafford had one of his better games, um, was accurate, made the throws when he had to. And then your point about the defense and, and Donald's and the way he he disrupted plays. I mean, on that we talked about that scramble by Kyler Murray when they got the ball back after the onside kick. It was a holding on him. Yeah. Uh, the center held him that, that, that forced uh, the holding penalty that really ended the game. I was impressed with them on both sides of the ball. This looked like more the Rams team from the first five weeks of the season. Um, the second team on my up list, the Cowboys. Look, I give them credit. I didn't think that they could go into Washington and win, or I didn't think they would. 
they, this defense continues to be so opportunistic, Amal. Between the pass rush and getting sacks and fumbles and the interceptions, and this is the first team, um, the first team that I saw this year that really made the Washington passing game look inept, right? They had, they had moved the ball down the field. They, they had been efficient. Dallas made them look inept. Now, they did mount a rally in the fourth quarter, but the, the Cowboys dominated this game for three quarters. Then my last team, look, I counted them out because of how poorly the defense played for about a five-game stretch, and they played poorly again in the last five minutes of the game. But the Chargers are right here. We, I may have misspoke when I asked you the question, was uh, if Arizona win meant that only the AFC North was undecided. I, I, it's a huge game Thursday night in SoFi. Kansas City at the Chargers. I mean, the Chargers win this game. They have an even record, and the Chargers sweep them in the season series, which is a huge advantage with three games left to go. The Chargers, if they beat Kansas City, might win out looking at their schedule here. Yeah, I agree with you there, but I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to be taking the Chiefs in the revenge spot on Thursday night. I, I agree with you. I have the Chargers over 9.5, the, the regular total, and the alternate total over 10.5. They're so going to get there. I need three more wins. I think I get there, Texans, Broncos, Raiders. Let's assume the Texans are a victory. Broncos at home. I'll tell you what. By, by the way, how good is Javante Williams for this team? They got a great running back there. I like the two-headed monster of uh, him and Gordon. Yeah. And then at the Raiders, this Raiders team looks like they're already ready for the offseason. Um, the great opportunity for this Chargers team. If they win this game against the Chiefs on Thursday, I think they run the rest of the table and they go 12-5. and five. Paulie Howard said, and it was before this week when they lost to the Chiefs, he wouldn't be shocked if the Raiders don't win another game this year. And I think he might just be right. You know, I mean, it's not exactly like you're stepping out on a ledge there at the Empire State. Well, when you level. talk about a team that's 500 and saying they're going to lose their last five games. No, but here's the problem. First of all, this team is not really as good as their record indicates. And, and also, when you look at it, have they, are they really going to be engaged in out, out of playoff contention? Okay, it's, let's, we've talked about them now. The Raiders are, bo- are both our down list and all. Well, it's, it's just part of the reasons we just stated right there. All right, you're, you're down on Bengals as well. Well, I thought they've had two opportunities in back-to-back uh, chances against teams who were at their level or slightly better than them, and they lost both of those games at home. You know, the defense, they got a good pass rush with Hendrickson and Hubbard, but they weren't able to do enough against Jimmy Garoppolo and company. It's the secondary that's a little bit weak back there. They've got to do a better job. And Joe Burrow, you know, listen, Jamar Chase has had a lot of drops in the second half of the season. He's got to be a much better receiver if they're going to be successful. All right, and then the third on your list is the Baltimore Ravens. Well, you got Lamar Jackson banged up. This team loses the game against the Browns. And look, with Lamar being hurt, I, I don't have a problem with them. They had so many guys injured. Give them credit. They found a way to come back and at least cover the number. I know that one beat you, unfortunately. But in terms of they were competitive, if you think about it, when they got that onsides kick, you're thinking the Ravens are going to win the game. They need about 25 yards with Justin Tucker. Never materialized. But this team still has a lot in front of them. But they've got to be more consistent. They've been decimated by injuries in the secondary. And then the other two on my down list, the Jaguars, not that they weren't at the bottom already. But, boy, this team is in a, in a world of hurt. In terms of the eternal strife, uh, Urban Meyer has lost total control of this team, and it's 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 a sad situation. Not, they may not score again this year. And then the Pittsburgh Steelers, the first half of that game uh, on on Thursday night in Minnesota was about as bad as you're ever going to see. The college bowl season starts this Friday, and Veasan has got you covered with our all new bowl betting guide. Get matchup analysis on every bowl game, including insights, trends, data, and predictions to help you make your best bets. Whether you're betting on every game, playing contest, or just want to find a key, a few key high-value props, the VEASAN College Bowl Betting Guide can help give you an edge. Get your digital copy today for only $19.99 at VEASAN.com slash bowl guides. Speaking of bowl guides, we're going to continue our bowl previews, which can be found on YouTube. That's next. Odds on. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This segment of Odds On is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes deprivate. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, and no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke free, spit free, and available in 10 varieties like spearmint. Wintergreen, or Amal's personal favorite, Citrus. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's just perfect for you. Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zen. So head on over to zen.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com slash f-i-n-d. Warning. This product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm with Amal Shaw here on a Tuesday. We're going to continue our college bowl guide, our very own Amal, and our producer, Britton Hess, is posting these on YouTube. We did our first three yesterday. We're going to do six today, the next two segments. And I, I was looking last night. I mean, these are wildly popular. There were dozens of views on each, each, of, the, each of the previews. Well, you didn't comment on when I made a comment earlier. What do you want me to comment here? Let's move on. That's what I thought. All right. Let's stay on Saturday, uh, the 18th, this coming Saturday, the second game of the day, which kicks off at 11.15 Pacific, 2.15 Eastern, uh, from Albuquerque, New Mexico, the New Mexico Bowl, the PUBG Mobile New Mexico Bowl, which features the University of Texas, El Paso, and Fresno State. Now, UTEP Amal finished fourth in Conference USA West. Uh, they may have a home field advantage here. It's just a four-hour drive up the 25 from El Paso to Albuquerque. They are facing Fresno State, who finished second in the Mountain West West. When you look at Fresno State's resume, it's pretty impressive, Amal. They beat UCLA in the Rose Bowl. They only lost to Oregon in Eugene by a touchdown. They were ranked 18th before they lost at Hawaii and ranked 22nd before they lost at home to Boise. They come in at 9-3. and three. UTEP is 7-5. and five. The Bulldogs of Fresno State. Lane 11.5 in this spot with a total of 50.5. Yeah, this is going to be a critical game to watch in terms of who's going to start for Fresno State at quarterback. Is it going to be Jake Hayner who's going to transfer to Washington with their head coach who's going up there now? But to me, the big thing is, is it's going to be Hayner, is it going to be Pfeiffer, is it going to be Henderson? That'll determine how you want to play this game. If it's Hayner, I think they absolutely pick apart UTEP. This is not a particularly strong Miners team. They got to a bowl game, give them credit for that. But down the stretch, they've lost four out of five games, Mike. Struggled against teams like North Texas and Florida Atlantic, both teams who did not have particularly strong years. I wouldn't touch this game. Um, I will say this, though. I think Ronnie Rivers in his final game, fifth year there at Fresno State, should have a big day running the football against this Miners team. It, it comes down to, do you believe whether it's Pfeiffer Henderson, will they cover 11 and a half? Um, not going to play the total at all in this game. I'm not worried about the fact that the game is in Albuquerque. I get you're saying it's a four-hour drive, just 25 north straight up, but how many people from UTEP are actually going to make the trip in there? Uh, I, I don't think it's going to be – what, are we going to have a few hundred people? I'm not sure how many people from UTEP would make the trip to the Sun Bowl. I would agree with you. That's my point. So, uh, you know, I, I just don't see that being a necessary concern in this matchup. But this Fresno State team has been good. They're pretty talented. I like their chances, obviously, to win the game. 
But 11.5 becomes a little bit different, and you'll start to see a line movement based on whether Hayner plays or not. Assess for me Hayner's success in the Pac-12 next year. He's going to be a stud. He's going to be an absolute dude. I mean, it's when you look at it, him coming in there, Washington's defensively, they're still very good. And if they have a chance to really come in there, who, who's the new, you know what I mean? They have an opportunity to be very successful in this one. So uh, for the season next year, I think they'll be much better. But the question is, you got Heward there, a five-star. What does he end up doing? All right, next game, uh, continue on Saturday. This will go at 1230, so we'll have overlapping games. You'll have to decide whether you want to watch the uh, Independence Bowl or listen to Rod Gilmer on the New Mexico Bowl. Our own Stormy uh, will be there as well. Radiance Technology Independence Bowl, 1230 Pacific, 330 Eastern, features the University of Alabama-Birmingham against Brigham Young University. Alabama-Birmingham finished second in the Conference USA West. They lost. They had a close game with UTSA in San Antonio, um, 34-31, and they did beat uh, Marshall in Huntington, probably their best two performances. UAB, look, they dominated the Pac-12 this year. Let's just, uh, BYU, let's just be honest. They beat Utah, best win of the year. 26-17 at home. The next week, they beat Arizona State in, in Provo as well. Um, their two losses without the quarterback against Boise at home. So I throw, the, I, I throw that game out the window. And then they get beat by a couple touchdowns in Waco against Baylor. BYU, lane seven, total down from 54 down to 51. Yeah, I think the Cougars should be able to run roughshod over UAB in this game. When you look at this UAB team, very one-dimensional in my opinion in terms of they're more of a run team. I don't like the passing game with Hopkins. He's not overly effective. He's decent, but he's average at QB. They're going to rely on the running game, and that's going to be the key for them in terms of McBride and what he can do. He's terrific this year, 1,200 yards rushing. But on the flip side, this BYU team, they're balanced. They're extremely effective. Hall has been terrific for them. And then don't forget about Tyler Algiers. He's got over 1,400 yards rushing this year. This team also pay attention to whether Gunnar Romney is going to be able to play or not. He's critical in the passing game in terms of what the Cougars can do. I like BYU laying the seven here. I like I think Kalani Sataki's team comes in there and just absolutely takes care of business against the Blazers. This is a mismatch, and if you can slow down the running game, uh, which I think the Cougars should be able to do, they'll win this one fairly comfortably. Sataki just got a contract extension from BYU as well. Um, I think this line is way short of all. I do too. I think, sh- I think this line should be around 13. Yeah, I agree with you there. I'm on BYU here. All right, moving on, the uh, next game on Saturday, the Lending Tree Bowl from Mobile, Alabama, Hancock-Whitney Stadium. That'll kick at 245 Pacific, 545 Eastern. Features Eastern Michigan, who tied for fourth in the MAC West, with the Independent Liberty. Best win for Eastern Michigan, Amal. Uh, a win at Toledo, 52-49 to in October. Now, Liberty with Hugh Freeze plays a difficult schedule, right? They lost at the Carrier Dome. Um, they lost uh, at Oxford to Old Miss. Um, close, they lost to Louisiana, Billy Napier's team, and they closed the year with a disappointing loss to Army. Army handled them fairly easily. Liberty here, heavy favorite, was nine and a half down to eight and a half, with a total of fifty nine and a half a mile. Yeah, to me, this is not a game that uh, I'm going to be touching. But if anything, I lean towards Liberty only because Eastern Michigan is just not that good. Uh, but you know, what my concern from a Liberty perspective is in their last three games, Mike, they managed forty four points. Malik Willis, who's obviously their quarterback, is also their leading rusher. This team does just doesn't have the balance you need. That's a little bit of a concern. They've really taken a step back from what the expectations were for them coming into this season. When you look at Eastern Michigan on this other side here, Bryant has been average at best at quarterback for this team. Not a big fan of his. I'm not going to touch this football game. You know, they're fortunate to get into a bowl game if you look at it. They've got some wins against some really bad teams. Um, you mentioned it, Toledo, the win at the Glass Bowl, their best win of the season, but I thought that was a bit of an aberration in that game. Toledo played poorly. I'm not going to be backing the Eagles in this one, but I'm not going to touch the Flames either. Are you surprised Hugh Freeze's name hasn't come up with all these openings in these Power 5 uh, conferences this season? Well, for people that are unfamiliar with his days in Oxford, you know, you get great bag men in Oxford, and I don't know if he's got the same bag men going elsewhere. That's why nobody's lining up to take Hugh Freeze. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, I want to touch on a couple games in the NBA tonight, Amal. Yeah. I know that's one of the favorites of yours. Gold State wins but doesn't cover last night at Indiana. Um, what do you look? The, the, the look uh, Dallas, like? Dallas Mavericks only won by $3 million. Up 30, 30, it was, they were up about that was the game I thought about betting. I'm glad I didn't bet. It was a close game they didn't cover. Um, and last I looked, the Suns were getting killed against the Clippers. I don't know what how that ended up. Yeah, the, the uh, I mean, in terms of, because I, I know a lot of people on our network, like you yeah. said, the count their leans as wins. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. I had I would have lost on the uh, the Washington game, but uh, I said Clippers are going to win at home last night against Phoenix. Tough spot for them. 
Uh, Nets tonight uh, hosting the Raptors in Brooklyn. Nets are an eight and a half point favorite with a total of 216. I'm all. Yeah, a lot of guys out for the Nets in this one. And also keep in mind, Kevin Durant's going to be a game time decision with his ankle. Raptors also with a pr- uh, bunch of guys out as well. We know that uh, Ananobi's still been out. And then, of course, Dragic out for personal reasons as well. When you look at this Nets team, they should be able to win this game, but you got to check the lineups. You yeah. know what? Look Adam at the Sh- reflection in the line now. They're yeah. down to five. Yeah, but you know, this is one thing. Adam Silver's been pro betting. He needs to understand these teams need to put this information out. Listen, if you're going to have people watch 82 games a year, give them the information they need. No league does it better than the NFL, right? They find you if you don't have it on the injury report on Tuesday. This is what it's for. It's for betters and gamblers. That's the only reason it even exists. And uh, to me, they should be disseminating this information far quicker than they do. All right, back-to-back for the uh, aforementioned Warriors. They travel further east tonight to take on the Knicks. Golden State, a a three-and-a-half-point favorite on the road, uh, up to five now. I'm all aligned moving this game as well with a total of 212. Yeah, you know, to me, five looks tempting to take with the Knicks. When you're a Golden State, when you're a Lakers, and you go into MSG, you're always going to give a great effort because everyone wants to play at the Mecca. But to me... Uh, this is a game in which I think the Knicks, who are on a three-game losing streak and have been struggling of late, find a way to be competitive. I don't know if they win this game, but I think it's a good spot for them because last night, hard-fought game against the Pacers. And if you're New York and you want to get on track, this is the game you got to do it in. Uh, I- I'm not going to touch this game, though. Suns head north now tonight uh, to Portland to take on the Trailblazers. Two-and-a-half-point road favorite them all. Yeah. One-and-a-half now, 219. Yeah, I, you know what? I'm looking at the Blazers here. I, I think Phoenix in this particular spot, tough game. You lose last night, obviously, in L.A. And even if it would be like, well, you know, you drop back to back. But at the end of the day, it's not that big of a deal. They still have a long season to go. All right. When we come back, we are going to continue our bowl preview. Two more games still left coming this Saturday. The first of which is the Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl from SoFi Mall. That's next. Odds on. Save 50% off a VEASAN all-access subscription for the rest of the football season with our big game special. Get access to our in-depth matchup analysis, trends, and picks for every game and sport on the schedule, including our exclusive betting splits, showing you where the money is going on every game. Sign up today and you'll also get our daily best bets emails, weekly betting guides, 24-7 video, plus our all-new college bowl betting guide covering every bowl game. For only $39 at vcin.com slash subscribe. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm with Amal Shaw. And we continue our bowl preview on this Saturday. Game number five of six, Amal. It's certainly a bowl feast on Saturday. This kicks at 4.30 Pacific, 7.30 Eastern. It is the Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl presented by Stifle. What's that, Stifle? Is that the Archie Bunker fan club? Stifle from SoFi Stadium. In the wood, Inglewood, California, featuring the champions of the Mountain West Conference, the Utah State Aggies taking on the Oregon State Beavers. Utah State pulls the upset in San Diego or in Carson over San Diego State to win that game. Um, Impressive victory over Air Force early in the year. That's when I first knew uh, this team was for real. Also beat Washington State. Oregon State had a terrific season under Jonathan Smith. Came up a little bit short in the Civil War Finished third in the Pac-12 North. The Beavers lane seven with a total of 67 and a half. I'm looking forward to this game, Amal. Yeah, I am too. Uh, This should be an interesting one. I think both teams should be able to move the ball. High total here, but I think we'll probably get over it. Uh, Bonner's been outstanding, particularly in the Mountain West Conference Championship game. The way they moved the football, it's been terrific. They had a little bit of a stretch where they had won three out of five games, but they won each of those games by four points or less. So, this offense starting to flourish a little bit. Very balanced in terms of what they're able to do from an offensive standpoint with throwing the ball. I like that. It's going to be a real challenge for uh, Oregon State defensively in this game. But the question is, can you slow down B.J. Baylor and Fenwick running the football for this team? Chance Nolan's been consistent, uh, but he's not going to overwhelm you from in terms of throwing the football for Oregon State. I think this number's a little bit high, Mike. I would lean towards the Aggies catching seven here. I think they've got all the confidence in the world after the performance against that Aztecs defense. Um, I would lean towards the over on the total, but no play there. But I, I would I would take a look at Utah State. And if you can just slow down this running game enough of Oregon State, you got a great chance. 
I I wonder I worry on the total in the fact that I think that both teams are going to be successful running the football. Um, now look, the San Diego State defense top notch in the in in the Mountain West, but is it on a different level than a Pac-12 defense? I don't know. We're going to see. You know, Oregon State's going to run the ball first, especially if they can get the lead in this game. That's what I fear. Although I agree with you on your theory. It can get into shortened possessions if you have a running clock a lot here. Though I think it's going to be a terrific game, maybe an in-game betting opportunity if you see how Utah State matches up from an offensive standpoint with the Beavers. I would agree with you, but if you look at the Oregon State offense this year, outside of the first week of the season on the road at West Lafayette, this team has been able to move the ball very well against everyone. So they're going to get into the 30s, in my opinion, and it's a question of does Utah State keep pace? I believe with the passing game that they do, I, I think they'll be just fine. You know, that loss at Purdue looked like an ugly loss at it the did. beginning of the year, but it's certainly flattered by Purdue's results the rest of the season. Uh, you're absolutely right. All right, let's move on to the final game, the nightcap, as it always is on the first Saturday of bowl season. The RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl from the Superdome in New Orleans. That'll kick at 6.15 Pacific, 9.15 Eastern, and it'll feature a top 25 team in Louisiana. Uh, they come in at 12-1. and one. Remember, they lost their opener in Austin against Texas. They were an eight-point dog. They lost 38-18. to 18. I'm all sensitive they ran the table. 12 consecutive victories. They are the Sun Belt champions against Marshall, who finished second in Conference USA East. Remember, Marshall had a chance at home against Western Kentucky to win that game and represent the East uh, in the Conference USA championship game. They weren't able to get the job done here. Um, Louisiana, five-point favorite in this game with a total of 54-and-a-half, up to five-and-a-half now, Mo. Yeah, Marshall lost a nail-biter there against Western K- Kentucky by 32. Uh, but other than you know, that, they were up 16-to-6 at half in that game. If you look at the final, I think Western Kentucky scored 50-plus in the second half. The, um, well, it would be 47 if you're doing the math. Well, whatever it was. <laughs> Did they end up with 53? Yeah, they wound up with 53. Okay, all, they scored close. close yeah, but here, here's the problem with Marshall, and this is why I like the Raging Cajun in this one. You mentioned the winning streak that they're on. Yeah. But more importantly, when you look at Marshall, they have not beaten a team in the Division One ranks who's over 500. Their best win is against ODU, who's 6-6 six and six I, I argued year. their best win was at Navy. Maybe. I mean, you know, the Naval Academy didn't Naval, have a stellar year. Naval had a horrific start to the year. Yeah. So they would just, But they've played decently the back half of the year. Uh, punctuated with the win over Army. Absolutely, and you look at the you look at their games. They're highly competitive. Uh, you know, to me, Wells is is a quarterback who can move the ball through the air. But the problem has been sometimes if Rasheen Ali can't run the ball effectively, how good is this team going to be? Uh, I just don't think they're good enough. I think the Raging Cane should win this one. Uh, Levi Lewis and company will be able to move the ball against them. They're in New Orleans, don't have to travel as much. This is an easier game. I, I like them against the Marshall Thundering Herd in this one. I think the number's short here as well. I'd have made it a touchdown or more. I tend to agree with you. Um, I was a little bit surprised. I thought this one was going to come out at a seven. Um, it, it may still get there. We've still, we still got a few days before Saturday. All right, the Myrtle Beach Bowl is a standalone game on ne- next Monday, December 20th, played in the morning at 11.30 a.m. Pacific time. 2.30 on the East Coast. This is from Brooks Stadium in Conway, South Carolina, featuring Old Dominion and Tulsa. Amal, Old Dominion finished third in the Conference USA East. They started the season 1-6 and six and won their last five games. Three of them they were dogs in. Um, Tulsa tied for third uh, in the American Conference. Look, Tulsa's had some close calls, right? Yeah. At Stillwater against Oklahoma State, they led 17-14 early in the fourth quarter. At Columbus against Ohio State, they trailed 20-13 to until the final play of the third quarter. And then we remember the game against Cincinnati. They lost 28-20, but they had first and goal from the three with a minute to go with a chance for a touchdown and two to send that game to overtime. Uh, Cincinnati defense stopped them, eventually fumbling on fourth down. Both teams are 6-6, six and six, but Tulsa, the presumptive favorite here, 9.5 with a total of 52 them all. Take away the UC Davis Aggies lost in the opener in the season where Tulsa was about a 23-point favorite against the Aggies. They lose that game 19-17. to You mentioned the other losses. They, had a, they lost to Navy by three. But the other four teams, Oklahoma State, Ohio State, Houston, and Cincinnati, these are four teams that combined to lose seven games on the season. I mean, this is an unbelievable job that this team was able to do throughout the course of the season in terms of where they wound up with their results. Excuse me, let me correct myself. Six losses. Um, so they really done a great job. I love Tulsa on this one. ODU did not beat a team over 500 all year. They got on a winning streak late in the season. But, Mike, when you look at the winning streak, it came against teams like 
Florida International, Florida Atlantic, Louisiana Tech. You know what two of those three teams have in common? They're looking for a new head coach. Skip Holtz out in Ruston, and uh, FIU gets rid of Butch Davis. So I think Old Dominion's in trouble in this game. Wolf, not the best passer. The one concern I have from Brent's perspective for Tulsa is he throws too many interceptions, 16 picks on the year. He's got to be better from that angle. If he can do that, they've got a great chance. The Golden Hurricane last year had an elite-level defense. Remember, uh, Collins won the uh, uh, Butkus Award. Still a very good defense overall. I think they're going to be able to slow down ODU here, Mike. I would look at the under 52 in this one, and I would also look at Tulsa here, whichever your preference is. But to me, I think they're both good plays. All right, I want to take a, couple, a look at a couple of games in college basketball tonight, uh, Amal. I looked at this game, and I thought about laying the points. Arizona State, Bobby Hurley's team, uh, traveling to play Creighton. Creighton laying seven and a half at home here with a total of 135. It was just a little steep for me. This game was about four and a half or five. I'd probably lay it. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. This is a, a team that's been inconsistent from an Arizona State perspective. But when you look at uh, this uh, Creighton team, again, once again, we always see this balanced team, four double-digit scores, and they can move and get up and down the floor. I think this game will be higher scoring. However, Oregon State really showed me something when they went up to uh, Matthew Knight Arena and won against Oregon. That was a tough road win. And overtime, I thought they might fold there, but they didn't do that. I'm not going to touch this game. This number has gotten, uh, what did you say? It's at seven? Seven and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think this is uh, one I'm not going to touch at all. Arizona State inconsistent. They've got to get going, and they've got to be more, they've got to be better on offense. Uh, UC Davis at Oregon State tonight. Oregon State lane six with a total of 133 of all. I'll tell you what, Wayne Tinkle got a contract extension, so he's probably not going to get fired based on three games. But if you look at the first nine games, if they don't win this game against the Aggies tonight, they're probably not going to beat A&M on Saturday. Uh, This team's get a couple more games against Nichols and Sacramento State. They've got to win this game. Mike, I was hoping this line would come in at around four or so. I was going to take Oregon State. Didn't play this one, but I still think the Beavers win this game at Gill. Um, I I just think that the Aggies are going to be a little bit, just the better athletes for the uh, Beavers in this one. And let's stay out west. Santa Clara up in Boise tonight to take on the Broncos. Boise State lane seven and a half a mall with a total of 137 and a half. If Santa Clara got off to a flying start, and then on Saturday, uh, excuse me, on Sunday they lose to Cal by 12. Uh, that, that's, I think, uh, another game that they could have been more competitive than they were. This is not necessarily a team that I'm looking at away from Santa Clara. I think the Broncos should be able to run rough shot over them. You know, one thing I didn't play in this game, Mike, but I, I, I think I'm contemplating taking is the over 137.5. Uh, Boise will like to get up and down, uh, even though they have fewer possessions. Santa Clara wants this game, if it gets a little bit out of hand, they want to run. Herb Sundex's team is in, involved in higher scoring games. I like this game over 137.5. Yeah, I think, you know, Boise has been impressive so far in some of their uh, games they've played in these holiday tournaments and going across the country and playing. They get to be home in a spot like this. Um, where they last played when they beat Tulsa uh, um, a little more than a week ago. All right, when we come back, we're going to get into the Palm Readers playbook. I'm all in, and then we're going to take a look at the night on the ice, a full slate of game after none last night in the NHL. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, 
Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Better River Sportsbook takes football same-game parlays to a whole other level. Now you can combine same-game parlays from different games to give you even more ways to make your perfect combo. In addition to that, Bet Rivers has added more and more same-game parlay props for a college football matchup just in time for the biggest games of the season. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to BetRivers.com today to explore all the new ways you can create your ideal combination. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Virginia, 1-888-532-3500. And Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Playable in New Jersey as play Sugarhouse Void where prohibited. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm with Amal Shaw. Amal, you had last night was a hedge on your Rams yeah. bet. Um, you didn't love the game at all. Uh, what? I lost right. the game. I liked Arizona in this spot, and the Rams just flat out played him in the desert. It was a revenge spot for the for the uh, for the Rams in this one, and uh, I thought that turnover in the red zone changed the entire game. They go up ten nothing, and this things would have probably played out far differently. I think Tyler Murray's got to take care of the ball better too. I mean, he had two interceptions. Plus, the Rams could have picked off like three in those yeah. five. Those drives shouldn't even have been. I mean, that field goal didn't need to be at all either. I, I think certain players. Kyler Murray and Justin Fields are the two that come to mind for me immediately when they're so far better than their competition through high school and even at the collegiate level because nobody really can chase down Kyler Murray that often. Yeah, we saw uh, the sack at the end of the game, but it looked like he just literally, the, the car was on empty. It, you're, so, you're used to being so much better than everyone else, but you don't realize the NFL level, all these guys can play. We've got over 40 games on the board in college basketball tonight, uh, a full slate of NHL games, great night of NBA action. I'll turn to you for a all in. You know what? Why don't you why don't you provide us some more losers like last night? All right, I certainly will try. <laughs> I have three plays tonight. Jeez. Let's start out. Hold on a second. I want to say something on the college basketball board. Th- these are all matchups that are just check games for teams at home. These are not great matchups. The only decent matchup tonight is Alabama Memphis. I have it in there. Could have taken a Please play go ahead and tell us. You got a little let's road start. chalk, do you? Let's start. Going to the yes, sir. for them? Of yes, course you do. Sir. Final four from Alabama. Right to the pyramid we go. But let's start with the three unit play. The ball just dropped. Uh, at Norwich. Norwich is awful. They're not going to score any goals, but we saw how they can defend when nobody parks the bus like Norwich, okay? And they certainly did so against Man City this weekend. Now, Aston Villa has been scoring stylishly in some of these games, and they're a team on the improve. But the worst-case scenario I see here is Aston Villa 2, Norwich nothing. It's a three-unit play, minus 135. Of course, we'll have access to endgame so we can lock up a profit at some point. Uh, goaltenders here tonight in Dallas, in Reunion Arena, in your in your former st- stomping grounds, between the Stars uh, and the Blues. We're going to see Ottinger tonight, yeah. who's got a goals against average of all, I believe, of one five two. That is correct, uh, right? Yeah, Ottinger is one five two, and on the other side, Charlie Lindgren, who's three and zero for the Blues, is like one four two. Great goaltending matchup tonight. I'm going to play the first period under minus one fifteen. The under five and a half for the game is heavy, more heavily juiced. I think I saw it at 120 or 125. I'll stick with the first period. Let me give you another game I like tonight. It's not in the playbook. I like the Devils tonight. Philadelphia had a 10-game losing streak. The Flyers, back-to-back, they won in, in Vegas, and then they won in Phoenix. Now they travel all the way home. This is a, an angle Brent Musburger used to give us on my guys in the desert. I'm all, the, after a long road trip, the first game home bet against that team. I'm going to bet against a bad team in the Flyers tonight. I think New Jersey's a better team. I know they're on the road. I'll take them plus 105 in this spot. Then my third play is a game we're going to talk about right now. The University of Alabama Crimson Tide. They're in Memphis tonight. This line is down to three. That's what I laid three against Penny Hardaway and the Memphis Tigers. Memphis leads the NCAA in free throw attempts per game at 25.8. 
I think when you look at half-court offensive sets, though, in these two teams, I think Alabama far superior in this spot, and I'm willing to take the road chalk. Your argument, please. Uh, well, I just think I'm not a big fan of laying points on the road in a spot like this. Imani Bates, who's going to be a potential top three, top five pick in the draft, he's a guy to keep an eye on. If you haven't seen Jalen Duran play as well, uh, this Memphis team will be ready to go. This is the biggest game they've had at FedEx Forum for the uh, Tigers in a while here. Let's see what Penny Hardaway and company are made of because if they lose this game, they drop to five and five. They'll be fine in conference play. But this is an important game from a psyche standpoint for this Memphis team. Alabama had a great win against uh, Houston on Saturday night at Coleman. But now you got to go on the road. Quick turnaround here. They're playing well. But let's see how they do against uh, Memphis on the road. They're playing very, very, very well. All right, let's turn to the NHL. Uh, as we said, uh, a full slate of games tonight. And let's start with VGK. They wound up the homestand Sunday night, beating Minnesota 6-4 to here at T-Mobile Arena. And now they take to the road for a six-game road trip, which starts in Boston. Boston coming off their Western Canada tour where they played well in a lot of low-scoring games. They concluded it with a victory over Calgary the other night. Bruins are a small home favorite in this spot, only $1.10 um, against the Golden Knights with a total of 5 and a half a mall. Yeah, I actually like the Bees in this one. You mentioned the road trip, but remember they played Saturday night in Calgary. Now additional day off there instead of the traditional just play Monday, but you're playing on Tuesday here. Robin Leonard's been a little bit inconsistent. Max Pacioretty's been mm-hmm. unbelievable for the Knights here. But Linus Ilmark in net for the Bees. I like Boston at home. And When do you get the Bees at home with this type of price? To me, this is a reflection of VGK, the prominence in terms of how it's bet here in Las Vegas. That's why you're seeing such a low number on Boston. I made this number 135. So I, I, I was very surprised at it. Yeah, I tend to agree with you on that one. Uh, Kings uh, are going to Emily tonight to take on the Lightning. Uh, the Lightning here will have Vasilevsky in goal and are the prohibitive favorite, laying a dollar ninety with a total of five and a half, heavily shaded to the under tonight. Amal. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit surprised by how heavy the under is here. Uh, look, I get that you've got a good goaltending matchup with Quick and Vasilevsky, as you alluded to. By the way, Jonathan Quick's had a real resurgence this year, two point oh four goals against. But can you stay out of the box? That's the key. You know, you got to avoid power play opportunities for the Tampa Bay Lightning. If they can do that, this game's got a great opportunity to be able to stay under. Um, even though the Lightning have struggled a little bit on the power play, you don't want to give them too many opportunities. I- I'm not going to touch this game. Um, did you play this game under? I did not play this game under yeah. because the price was too high. I tend to agree with you there. Uh, if anything, I would tend to play the Lightning on the puck line here, plus $1.45, but it's a pass for me for now. Hurricanes have had a tremendous start to their season. Wild as well. They've these two teams really have rotated with Florida for the most points in the league as as they go back and forth through the the past few weeks. With the Hurricanes still on this road trip, uh, coming off the win in Edmonton, they take on the Wild. I said that was a really good game against Vegas here on on Sunday night. Very entertaining game. A lot of hitting, a lot of offense. Six four. Wild back home in uh, Energy Arena, um, XL Energy Arena. They're laying a dollar fifty to the Hurricanes. With a total of five and a half, are you surprised by how heavy a favorite the Wild are in this spot? Uh, not really, simply because at home, this team, as you alluded to at XL, a different type of team, and I think that's one of the things. But, you know, 10-2 and two overall, Mike, they have done a great job here. I, I just don't like the fact, though, that Cam Talbot didn't play particularly well. Freddie Anderson's been outstanding, got a, a goals against that's below two. Um, this People don't talk about the job Rob Brindamore has done with this Hurricanes team. They've been outstanding. I, I mean, to me, though, going into Excel, I think it's going to be a tough one here for the uh, Hurricanes. Kakanen played in the loss to the Kings uh, Friday night in mm-hmm. L.A. and then, uh, or was that? I don't know if that was a back-to-back. And then, and then Talbot played in the game here um, in Las Vegas. So coming off two consecutive losses, the Wild. I, I referenced this game, Blues and Stars, in terms of goaltending matchup. Uh, you followed the Stars. You covered teams in the Dallas area for over a decade. Very lethal on the power play. They've been unbelievable. You know who the key has been? Joe Pavelski. He is unbelievable in front of the net. I was watching the Stars game the other night, actually. They were showing how they just tee it up in, in, in pregame, and he just sits there and chips it in. And he wouldn't miss one. I mean, it's unbelievable, the uh, just the hand-eye coordination to be able to do that. Uh, Blues come in on a three-game losing streak, um, and that's critical for this team. they got to get back on track here. Mike, I think the price is a little bit heavy on Dallas at home uh, at 155. I know they've been terrific in terms of uh, with Ottinger and Nett. But don't you think on the other side with Lindgren in there, 155 seems a little bit high. This is going to really come down to don't give up a uh, odd man rush. Don't make any mistakes. Both teams are lethal on the power play, yeah. not just the Stars, but the, the Blues as well. So yeah. got to stay out of the box for this game. I like the total better than laying 155 here, and I can't convince myself to play the Blues until okay. they get back in the victory column. Oh, see, I, I actually like teams on yeah. a streak like this. They're losing. I think St. Louis got a great opportunity, a plus yeah. price. 
I do when you have your top goaltender. But, you know, we're, we're waiting on Bennington and how long he's going to be out. How far are they going to slide down uh, the standings until they get him back? Here's a game uh, in Colorado that I was on the wrong side of when the game was played in New York, Rangers and Avalanche. Um, but but I didn't actually play that game because no Georgiev, right? I, I want Georgiev in that. You're going to get Georgiev tonight against Kemper, so you'll get the top goaltending matchups at least, uh, or at least the number two uh, for the Rangers, not the number three. Av's a heavy home favorite. They've been terrific the last two weeks. They're laying a dollar eighty-five, and rightfully so. A total of six. There were ten games in this ga- in uh, ten goals in this game in New York last week. Two factors here. For last time around, uh, I think the Avalanche were a minus one ninety favorite on the road in New York because the Rangers. Yeah, I took plus one fifty. Yeah, I remember that. But the other thing is, huge revenge spot here for the Rangers. They got embarrassed at MSG. Uh, can they bounce back on the road and get the victory? I'm not sure about that one, Mike, but uh, I'm not going to play this game. But I think the Rangers, if you're a person that plays a pl- uh, plus a puck and a half, may not be the worst look at one, minus 145. And then let's close off with a big battle in Canada in Edmonton tonight where the Maple Leafs are a road favorite over the Oilers. Um, Jack Campbell's been terrific in goal for the Maple Leafs. Uh, so far this year, as he had a great run last year, 14-5-2 with a 1-9-9 goals against. He'll take on um, this very uh, talented Oilers team offensively, but Koskinen has not been great. Goals against the average of three. That's why I keep telling you the Flames are going to be uh, go further than the Oilers because of Koskinen's lack of ability there. Yeah, I, I would agree with you there. I think the Flames are better defensively and in the net. All right, stay tuned to VEASAN. Up next, it's Betting Across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.